If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. everyone and welcome into another episode of sports betting by dummies i'm your host patty parlays and joining me as always with his best buddy the best looking dog in the house radar welcome in but tyler also welcome in hey what's up pat nice little celebrity appearance there for radar yeah he wants to be on my lap so i don't get to see him that much any more so i'm glad he's here oh yeah i'm sure we'll see plenty of him and hear plenty of him too so looking forward to it and joining us is always the tan man himself, the voice of God, Diz. Diz, welcome in. I'm glad you uh, survived your bender of a weekend. Hey, thank you, Patty. I appreciate that. Um, glad to be back. It's been a it's been a minute, um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff to catch up on, and um, pretty juiced for for the NHL round two. Absolutely, and that is where we will start today's episode. Is in the second round of the NHL playoffs. Uh, the first matchup is the one that Diz will care the most about, the Lightning versus the Panthers and Diz. This is definitely the matchup you were trying to avoid. Yeah, absolutely. I think gambling-wise, it's one that's almost a win-win for me because the Lightning winning this series, in my brain as a Panthers fan, is almost inevitable. But uh, the value for them to win the series is almost worth taking, and I know there's going to be a lot of emotional hedging um, I don't know how much money can buy a Panther series win over the lightning, but it's probably <laughs> going to be less than what I'm going to bet on it. So um, it's, 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 it's kind of a double edged sword because um, I want the Panthers to win and I don't think they can, but at that same time, the lightning are dogs. So um, we'll try to benefit financially. And if the Panthers win, I think it'll be worth all the money I'm going to lose. Absolutely. So the, the lightning knocked the Panthers out last year. Um, but Diz, I think the difference this year is Vasilevsky hasn't been as dominant as in years past. In the first round of the playoffs, Big Bob actually had a better save percentage than Vasilevsky did. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And so much of goaltending is, is streakiness and how hot you are. Um, Bob had a couple stinkers there in the first series, but overall he's playing fantastic in the net between the pipes. Um, so I, I do like the tender matchup. Um, I think also what I like is uh, the Panthers offense has gotten dramatically better since last season. And also just like the nickname comeback cats. I mean, how many times are the lightning going to score on you first and try to like punch you in the mouth a little bit? I think we have a team that can come back. I think we had like 30 or so comeback wins this season, which is insane. Um, You're going to need to do that against the lightning. So definitely a better matchup this year for us, but definitely uh, think the Lightning will probably end up on top. Um, did the Panthers end up scoring a power play goal in the first round? Yes, I think they did, but it was still like a ridiculous percentage, like two for 20 or something heinous. Okay, well. I know they were I know they were like, oh, for their first 15. Not the best of starts for them, for sure. But uh, I'll tell you what I like in this series is the Panthers to win in seven games. Wow. I I think the reason the Panthers or the Lightning got it last year was because of their goalkeeping. I'm a big goalkeeper person, especially in the NHL playoffs. Um, so I, I, I think the Panthers get it done in seven. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. I think we can all agree, though, that it is definitely going seven games. I I think this is, this is me being a negative uh, fan, but I think if it goes seven, it's because the Panthers win. If it's less than seven, I think the Lightning take it. It's fair. If Vasilevsky gets hot and the Panthers can't score four goals a game, then we're not going to win. So an interesting uh, bet you can make on the NHL if you're interested, you can take it over under on the series total goals. Oh, that's electric. Wait a minute. Is this on, uh, you said FanDuel only? I, I don't know if it's only on FanDuel, but it's definitely on FanDuel. 
I love that. I love that. What's do you are you pulling it up? Do you know what it is for that series? Yeah, for that series, the uh, the over under is thirty eight and a half goals. What? That seems very high. But if, if you if, think if it if, goes if, seven, if the, the average over under is probably seven per game. I'm. What's the line for tomorrow? I think the over under is like six and a half or seven. So I guess you're really banking it on. It is seven right now on FanDuel. I guess you're banking on six or seven games at that point. Correct. I mean, even if you are, if you go seven, uh, seven games and you get six goals a game between the two teams, I mean, you're hitting that over pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I did not know that was a thing. I'm definitely going to look into that and, uh, may do uh may may text that to you i'm not prepared for that now and i know the series is will have started by the next podcast but i may text you those maybe you should tweet those out those may be some good futures for me yeah i'm going ahead right now and i'm taking the uh series score i'm taking panthers four lightning three to for that series at plus 410 that's pretty good value yeah good value there especially considering that the panthers right now are minus 154 to win the series um yeah so uh moving on we have the blues versus the avalanche i think this is another great matchup uh both teams won pretty handily in round one as we know the avalanche swept the predators and the blues ended up winning in six games against the wild the avalanche are the current favorites to win the stanley cup um, with that being said, I actually like the Blues to win this one in six. Really? Yes. That's 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 bizarre. Show your work. Well, um, I think they Bennington is the goalie that took over after game four or five in the last series. He was their backup coming into the series, but Bennington, the last few games, has been electric. And he's won a Stanley Cup before. And I don't – coming into the playoffs, the Avalanche actually lost like six of seven or something. They were on a cold streak. I don't think the Avalanche are as good as people think they are, especially on the road. So I think the Blues shock the world here and get get it in six. What's the value alone for them to win the series? Plus 310. Wow. Go ahead and give me that. Some cheddar. That's some cheddar, Batman. Yeah. Um, the next series, well, Diz, what do you think about that series? Any any comments? I mean, I'm pretty sure you're going to take the Avalanche like everyone else. Yeah, I mean, I would lean to Avalanche. I thought they were going to have more trouble with uh, Nashville, and they kind of shut my ass up. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna be humbled and be corrected, and and let the Avs keep rolling. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue. I would love for the Blues to win. Um, I think the, I think the Avs will do it. I think the difference is is the Blues have two goalies that are better than what the goalies were they faced against Nashville. Um, yeah, and arguably, I don't know if there's a hotter team in the NHL right now than the St. Louis Blues. I would say, well, the Avalanche were the only team that won a series easily. I would say. I mean, Blues yeah. won six. Their wins were easy, but I mean, it took them six games to win four. Avs swept them. I mean, would, could you say the Avs are hotter? I don't think the Avs are hot just because they swept them. Again, I don't think Nashville was anything without their best goalkeeper, and their best goalkeeper was out all four games. I think the Avs had the easiest round one matchup. Good point. So, uh, the next one we have here, we have the Rangers versus the Hurricanes. Uh, both teams squeaked out a win in round one as favorites. Um, I think this series comes down to if the Hurricanes have their healthy starting goalkeeper. Um, as of right now, I don't think he is playing game one. Um, but I, I think I like the Rangers here if the Hurricanes starting goalie misses any time. I would agree with you. Um, but... Do we have... Do we have it? <laughs> Do we have? Do we know when the Canes goalie's gonna be back? I missed you saying that. They they don't. So he is like, uh, I think he's like skating, but he hasn't taken any shots or anything, like taking any you know live action. So I think he's out at least game one. <laughs> I think 
I think momentum-wise, I lean Rangers because they were down 3-1 and they won three straight, and they weren't easy wins. Like last night in Game 7, they were down 3-2 in the third and scored uh, two unanswered. Obviously, one was in overtime, but I don't know. They're just kind of they're kind of fighters, and I think a series, two teams like that, I think uh, the Rangers got more grit. I think they're going to pull it out. I also think the Rangers, even with if the Hurricanes – current goal like starting goalie comes back i think the rangers still have the goalie advantage igor is yeah. probably going to win goalie of the year for the nhl so um, that's correct you know he had to fight through some adversity in round one against the penguins but uh i i think he shows up and shows out here i agree with you and then the final matchup we have the battle of canada the Edmonton Oilers versus the Calgary Flames. Um, any any thoughts on this one, Diz? I know where I'm going, and it's pretty easy for me. But I'm curious what to, what you think. I just i i think i think uh, watching the NHL playoffs, Calgary Dallas was honestly my favorite to watch. Just a lot of high energy, a lot of scrappiness. Um, I mean, let's not forget about the. The, the the lady I I've, I've talked about this too much on the podcast. <laughs> the girl behind the bench. I mean, how can you not like that watching that series? But um, nonetheless, I I think this is going to be electric. I mean, these are the this is the biggest rivalry in the NHL, right, Pat? Am I wrong there? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you <laughs> to be honest. The last the last thing I heard about this rivalry is that uh, there was a goalie fight last year. And this, and this, when these teams played. Now, granted, that probably won't happen in the playoffs. I hope it does. Goalie fights are insane, but I'm ready for a lot of fights. I'm ready for a lot of uh, high energy, a lot of pucks on net. A lot of I focus. think this is going to be. A, I think this is going to be a lot of fun to watch, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm excited to watch this one. I don't even know who's going to. I don't even know who's going to win. I don't know if I even care. Um, I just want to watch good hockey, and I want to watch some fights. I know who's going to win, and I'll tell you why. So, uh, first off, it's going to be Calgary. Uh, Calgary is... Is there a story behind you calling it Calgary? <laughs> yeah. He's not putting the... Uh, he's not pronouncing it correct. It's clearly Calgary. Got to put the little accent on it, Pat. <laughs> My bad. Just uh, a little Canadian accent humor, Pat's not hitting it, though. No, I I struggle with it every time, but that arguably makes it more funny. Um, but Calgary's uh, goalie actually had the best save percentage in round one. Um, I know the Dallas Stars uh, goalie was like breaking records for the number of saves, but uh, save percentage wise, Calgary's goalie was better. And I think uh, coming into this. The two teams that were the best in the regular season were the Colorado Avalanche and the Calgary Flames. And, like, obviously the Panthers were the number one overall win percentage team or whatever. But a lot of people thought the one and two teams coming into this were the Avalanche and the Flames. Uh, the biggest question mark for the Flames was kind of their goalkeeping. And if since their goalkeeper was the number one overall in terms of save percentage in round one, I feel like that has been squashed. And uh, I don't know that McDavid will be McJesus, if you will, will be able to carry this team to another victory. I mean, they 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 nearly lost to the L.A. Kings, who no one thought should have even been in the playoffs. So um, I I think I put in the bet for the Calgary Flames to win four to two at plus four twenty on Fanduel. Um. What's the uh, what's the value series wise? I didn't realize how big of a favorites Calgary was. Calgary to just win the series is at minus one ninety four. Okay, okay. So I didn't see the value in taking that at that price. Yeah, yeah, me neither. So I wonder though, if you want to, like, if you if you don't feel comfortable taking what I took at uh, Calgary four to two. You could take the Calgary Flames at minus one and a half on the series uh, at plus one twelve, so they could win four one, four zero, or four two, and still you get your bet. Wow, I do like that. I do like that. 
All right, Diz. Uh, anything from you before we uh, move on from the NHL playoffs? Um, my only thought was I don't know if you guys watched the game sevens last night, but the game sevens in the NHL were by far better than the game sevens in the NBA. So I, I, I just I'm I'm glad I'm following the hockey a lot more than the NBA. Um, that that's really all I was gonna say. I I couldn't believe how good the NHL game sevens were and how shit the NBA game sevens were, and I guess that will translate uh, to your boys talking about the NBA. I'll know what this guy's talking about because I thought the first game seven yesterday was spectacular. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Celtics did what we needed them to do, Tyler. I mean, ooh. Diz, you good there, what? fam? Yeah, I'm good. What happened? I, I hit a couple bumps, so I'm fine. We we heard the bumps. That That's why we were like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah, we're good. Indy, Indy Roads, Indiana Department of Transportation is an absolute joke. Indianapolis is a nightmare. Yeah. You, you boys proceed. Let me uh, try not to blow a tire. All right. Well, uh, I want to get in on what Diz was touching on earlier, the emotional edge. And Diz, I can tell you, I had a great Saturday. And I said, you know what? I'm putting it pretty much all against my Celtics as an emotional hedge. So it cost it costs about fifty dollars when a series. I'll let you know that. <laughs> Worth every penny. I mean, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I cashed out, left fifty in the account, threw that all, all fading the Celtics, so I could get that sweet, sweet dub. Hell yeah. Uh, also, Tyler, this is the first episode since you hit your uh, sweet same game parlay on the Celtics on Friday. Yes, sir. What what a what a bet that was! That was a nice little icing on the cake. I wish we would have known that you could have done like the risk free, put twenty dollars on it when we when we did that one. That would have been a real nice payday. Ooh, that would have been sweet if we hit that one. That but hey, just, we yeah, did you, hit. It just wasn't didn't put as much on it as we wished. But hey, heck of a heck of a play by you. Hey, I mean, what we made was nothing to you know. Something to turn your nose up. Uh, we had a good little profit there. We're up quite a bit on units. Hell yeah. Um, so there's four teams left in the NBA playoffs. We're in the conference finals. Eastern conference finals. We have the Celtics versus the Heat. Uh, what is interesting in this one is the Heat are favored by one and a half points in game one. But the Celtics are the favorites to win the series at minus 175. Um, well, the Heat do have home court, so game one will be there. And I'm assuming they think the Celtics are going to come out a little slower, the Heat are going to come out a little quicker due to the Heat playing less games and playing a less physical game or series. So that would be my assumption. They think Celtics will get together later on in the series, but they think game one is going to be rough for them. Yeah, I was trying to think there's there's value here to be had, so I think – what the move is, is you take, if you think, I forget what they said. If they, I think it's if you want the Celtics, if you think the Celtics will win, you take them on the money line in game one. And then if that loses, then the series value price will go down. And then you can take them to win the series at that price. There's no need to take the Celtics at minus 175 or whatever it's at right now. But, um, there's plenty of value to be had in that series. Um, I'm I'm going to be looking at a lot of unders in this series, Tyler. I mean, the way the Celtics D came out last game, it they were tough to score on. They didn't even have Robert Williams, so, right? I mean, it's and with the Heat almost played more into what the Celtics do. You know, there's no dominant, you know. Like, big, big man, you know, like Brooke Lopez got some buckets against the Celtics, you know, got some boards because they don't really have that guy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, pretty similar teams in matchups, lots of switches on defense. Like you said, it's going to be tough to score either team. I I think the plan coming out will be for the Celtics to stop Jimmy Butler, and for the Heat, it'll be to stop Jason Tatum. So it's going to come down to who's going to produce, who's going to show up, and be that difference maker if you shut down the superstars and to be honest i mean i don't know that any of them are 
you know, good enough to put up a bunch of points. I think these games will be a lot of like 95 to 88 type scoring games. I, the over under for that first game is I believe 204 and that that's super low for an NBA game, but we're talking an Eastern conference final game. We're talking two very good defensive teams. I'm looking at that under, even though it's at 204. I mean, I think we're going to see a lot of zone out of uh, the Heat too. They're going to try and make make the bigs win down low because neither of them are really traditional, you know, post up big men. Horford's at this stage of his career is more of a jump shooter, you know, spread the court, and Robert Williams is a put back, you know, put back lob type of guy. So I think we'll see zone from the Heat, which should probably. I know as an IU fan, you've seen it throw many <laughs> offenses through a loop. Yeah. Yeah, and even if even if you are successful against zone, a lot of times it just slows the pace of play down. So not as many opportunities, not as many shots. Um, so I'm I'm I might be looking at a lot of unders in this series, but uh, it, I think it'll be a series of who's going to show up. Like, are we going to get another game where we get a playoff Al Horford where he puts the team on his back and scores enough to have the Celtics win? Are we going to see? Duncan Robinson hit seven of eight three-pointers in a game and lead them to a victory in one game. You know, I, I think it'll be a lot of seri- a series with a lot of people other than Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum being the, the headliner, you know, winning games for these teams. Yeah, Grant Williams coming off a of seven three-point or seven made three-pointers. Yeah. You never know. NBA is wild right now. Yep. And then in the other uh, – Series, you know, the Game 7 that we haven't talked about yet, the Mavericks and the Suns, dude, the, the Suns just shit the bed. There, there's no no other way to, to put that. I mean, I don't know how – I don't even know what happened. Like, I was watching the game and just sitting there like, what am I watching right now? Like, uh, like I still don't get DeAndre Aiden, Aiden getting benched. He played 17 minutes. That's one of their best three players. Like, yeah. What are we doing? In a game seven, you can't do that. No, 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 no. Nope. And, I mean, CP3 looked non-existent. Booker looked non-existent. I mean, and Luka was just doing whatever he, he wanted to. Oh, he's being a villain, too. He was laughing it up at him, you know. Just, he was out there doing his thing. That's tough to think they passed on Luka for Aiden. Yeah. That's a tough look. But hey, um now we have the Mavericks versus the Warriors. Mavericks or Warriors are five point favorites game one and minus two thirty to win the series. Um you know, I've kind of been against the Mavericks pretty much, you know, other than the first round series against the Jazz. I've pretty much been against the Mavericks and now they're here in the Western Conference Finals and so now I don't even know what to think anymore. No, and especially after that convincing of a win, like I don't know what to think against a, what a lot of people saw to be, you know, the Western Conference champion and be playing in the finals this year. Um, yeah, no, I would have. That was the Suns were the team that I thought were the only ones getting through. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know, and also it it appears that you know going back to the Porzingis trade for Dinwiddie. Uh, you know, everyone, at least I thought, I was like, that's kind of a weird trade. Why would you train, trade Porzingis, who I thought was a better player? But Dinwiddie balled out last night, too. Yeah, I'm, Dinwiddie was great. Luka was great. And I don't know. I mean, I can't. Like, I'm on my phone right now. Are the Warriors still the favorite to win the championship now? So I do I have know. the current championship odds on my uh, notes. The Warriors are the favorites at plus 125. Then we have the Celtics at plus 210. And then we have the Heat at plus 420 and the Mavericks at plus 700. I know Patty Futures probably has a future on all of these teams already. I do, and they're all at better odds than what they are now. So you got to love that. Exactly. I have the, I uh, the classic Celtics plus 4200. Mm-hmm. I have the Warriors plus 460. I have the Heat plus 600. And then I have the Mavericks at plus 2100. That is wild that the Celtics have the, like, 
highest odds there. That that's all thanks to you. You literally texted me and were like, "Hey, the Celtics are looking to make a run. They've been hot. They might win the whole thing." And you get them at plus forty two hundred, uh, and I was like, "Okay, I'll take it on that." I think I sent you the what was it DVOA defensive value? Some, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and like they were like after. They were on that huge run after the All-Star break, and no one was really buying in. And, like, they had a historic DVOA going, like, better than uh, MJ's Bulls. So yeah. it was like, you know, I was like, hey, you know, worth a sprinkle on this one because they're just destroying people. Tatum and the boys were getting into, like, offensive rhythm. Yeah. So. It's a good call for you. Um. What I'm thinking about doing is putting like five dollars on the Warriors and three dollars on the Heat to like hedge my bets. Because obviously, if the mm-hmm. Mavericks and the Celtics win, if either one of those two you teams win, I'm making big money. Now, the the Warriors at plus four sixty and the Heat at plus six hundred are good, but I have some room where I can add some more money to those two teams to get it a little bit closer to uh, even it out and give me a better opportunity of making a profit. It would be nice. Get a little algebra in there, figure it out. That's right. A little bit of math. Find X and tells you what uh, what money to put down to make it even. There you go. All right, Tyler, anything on the NBA playoffs you want to talk about before we move on? Um. Well, who are you putting money on in that uh, Mavs, Mavs series? God. I don't know. At this point, I'm honestly just looking in the NBA. I'm just looking at the championship. Uh, I probably won't put money on either team to win either series since I have them for championship bets. Um, the only thing is maybe putting him on the the Heat and the – well, the Warriors won't have great odds to win that series. So for that one, it almost makes sense to do it for uh, championship odds for those. But the Heat – there's a little bit of value. I don't know what what's better value, the Heat to win the series or the Heat to win a championship. Let's see. I'm just talking straight back game ones. What are you thinking? Uh, game one, I'm probably looking at um, Celtics plus one. Actually, no, under 204. I, I stand behind that one. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mavericks, Warriors, probably Warriors minus five. Where's minus five? I, I don't feel great about it. Five is quite a bit um, for a, you know conference finals, but uh, mm-hmm. the Mavericks are just coming off a huge game seven win. Uh, Warriors, I mean, I don't remember the last time the Warriors played, um, but I, I think the Warriors have a little bit more rest. The Warriors are at home, so Dallas has to travel to Golden State. So I, I, I just think the Warriors come out flying in game one. Um, well, that, that's just where I'm leaning. I don't know what your thoughts are on those. Celtics games, I'm obviously betting against Celtics every game just to make myself feel better. You know, if they <laughs> lose, uh, Celtics lose, I win. If Celtics win, lost. You know, lost a couple bucks, but it's worth it. So there, and I'm honestly like game one. I'm probably just taking the plus value. Yeah, I I you know, don't just hate a little that. flyer on that. Yeah, because you game ones you have no clue what's going to happen. So like, if you're going to bet, I'd probably just take the plus value, just give myself a chance to get some money on it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. So another interesting uh, little value here. So you can choose who's going to make to the NBA Finals. If you take the Heat and the Golden State Warriors, which are the two teams I have the least amount of money on. I can get plus two sixty mm-hmm. on that. Ooh. So I could take that at, you know, decent value and then, you know, that kind of supplements my championship picks to the to the right way. So that might be looking that might be where I'm looking after all. I'm bad. Alright. Don't hate it. Alrighty, let's move on to our dumbest dummy picks. Um, let's see. So on Friday, I went 0-1. So again, not nothing, no big deal. 
Um, Diz wasn't here on Friday, so he didn't have any Dumbest Dummy picks. But uh, the current results for May, I am down 0.12 units, and Diz is up 8.8 units. So, Diz, how many do you have for today? I just have one. Okay. And I got Lightning Moneyline Game 1 on the road. Emotional hedge. Would love to get up on the series 1-0, but I feel like the Lightning are going to pull it out, and we're going to have to come from behind all series. So, I like the Lightning Game 1. That's tomorrow night. Um, Not a lot going on tonight other than MLB, which... I didn't take any of Rankle's picks. Sorry, <laughs> Rankle. Uh, I've hit it big, and I've just uh, I'm kind of enjoying the money in my DraftKings account, taking a couple of days off from the MLB. So, Lightning on the road. That's my only one plus one forty. If you want my personal opinion, Diz, if there's a day to ever take off from the MLB, it's always Sunday. Yep, that's why I didn't do it yesterday, and then I just got really busy at work, so I didn't take him today. Yeah, so Sunday. When you run into Sundays, you can get. Uh, really into dangerous territory. I don't know what it is on Sundays. It's the travel. It's the end of a series. Whatever it is, it's always a struggle on Sundays for the MLB. Also, real quick, before we get on to my MLB picks, because that's definitely where I went with my uh, dumbest dummy picks, uh, today's the classic uh, on Twitter where people are like, give me your best bets for today picks basically screaming that they don't bet the MLB. So they're trying like the professional cappers that only do like NBA or NHL or whatever. They always are. Hey, what's your best bet for today? Let me know in the comments and stuff like that. And they claim it's their own. It's, it's a classic day today when it's only the MLB playing. But for my Dude, dumbest, smart move. I mean, people are a lot smarter on social media than I am. So I, you know, you, you you take that pick, you sell it in the Discord like those guys like to do. Yeah, exactly. People that paid money for that, and they take just whoever can give them something on Twitter real quick. Exactly. Wise. And then if Don't it doesn't, wise. and then if it doesn't hit, they're like, "Oh, that wasn't my pick. I just I saw it on Twitter." Yeah, some scrub gave it to me. <laughs> Uh, but for today, I have three dumbest dummy picks. First one, Giants-Rockies over 12. Now, 12 is a high number in the MLB, but we have two terrible pitchers going at it, two very good offenses, and they're playing in the Rockies. And as we know, we thought with the Rockies are a little bit more rockier than we thought. T.Y. also says Avs all the way is the best bet. So... T- T- he's wise. just a, he's a, he's an abs fan bro. you gotta watch out for that i i can't i know he is and i i respect and i appreciate him being here but uh me and ty might have to have like a side bet on that avalanche blues series i don't even like like i don't consider the blues to be my team i'm obviously a kraken guy and a canadians guy but i i do think the blues end up beating the avalanche so maybe me and ty can have a little side sauce bet loser I mean, takes a shot of my lord <laughs> Why? No chaser. Oh God, Pat, you would throw up, dude. Yeah, no, I'm I'm well aware. I I, I don't want any part of that. Um, but anyways, I do think Giants Rockies over twelve is happening. Um, it's in Coors Field. The Rockies ball flies out better there. We'll go uh, Giants Rockies over twelve. Um, and then I'm going Pirates first five plus a half run versus the Chicago Cubs. Uh, I feel like this might be a good time to bring up Diz. What happened with the Reds yesterday? Holy cow! Do you want to hear? Not my, good. Do you want to hear my Not hot good. take? I don't know, Pat. Can it be worse than watching that game yesterday? No, because I'm sure watching that game yesterday was horrific. But I actually don't. I just watched. I watched after the seventh inning because I heard this was happening and that we were losing with a no-hitter. So let's go ahead and hear your take. So for those that don't know, the Cincinnati Reds played the Pittsburgh Pirates yesterday. The Pittsburgh Pirates won 1-0, and the Pirates did not have a hit the entire game. This has only ever happened six other times in history in the Major League Baseball where a team didn't get a hit and they somehow won the game. Now, if you're not a baseball fan... You might be asking, how does that happen? Well, if you walk a runner, that is not considered a hit 
Also, if there's an error or a fielder's choice or anything like that, that is also not considered a hit. So the Reds didn't give up a hit. They lost 1-0, to and a lot of Reds fans are pretty down about it. But I actually think this is a great thing for them. Not the fact that they lost that game. That sucks horribly. But the thing to this point that the Reds have struggled with all season is their pitching. Hunter Green is one of their rookie phenoms, and he has looked terrible up to this point. And yesterday, he didn't give up a hit. Um, I believe he went seven and a third, Diz. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's correct. And the reason I didn't take the Reds yesterday is because this season, the Reds have not been able to hit left-handed pitching. So, betters beware. If the Reds are facing a left-handed starting pitcher, do not bet on the Reds because they have not proven that they can hit left-handed pitching. I know it seems elementary and basic, but do not bet the Cincinnati Reds if they're facing lefties. Now, you know, there's arguably less left-handed pitching in the league than, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm getting with this, but the the fact of the matter is most of the times they will be facing right-handed pitchers, and when they face right-handed pitchers, they should win games. And if they're pitching pitches like they did yesterday, then I have I see a bright future for the Reds. Hey, love that. I mean, we were getting hot. We were getting hot. That's not what we needed. That probably killed all the momentum in the clubhouse. But, hey, uh, don't sleep on the Reds. I would say – in 99% of baseball games, if you only give up one run, you will win those games. Now, was yesterday the anomaly? Obviously, it was because you, uh, you know, you had a game where it was one of six in history. But I, I, <laughs> I like where the Reds are at right now. Um, and to be honest, I yesterday sucked, but I think it's actually a brighter future, brighter outlook for the Reds. I love that okay, mindset. So, so why does this make you want to take the Pirates tonight? Oh, nothing. It's just the Pirates were on the other end of it uh, yesterday. So I figured it was a kind of a transition because the Pirates were the team that got no hit and ended up scoring. But um, I just think the Pirates pitcher tonight is better than the Cubs pitcher. Um, and if I get a 0-0 tie, I still end up winning this bet. So Okay. And then my final best bet, I'm going Mariners first five plus half run versus the Blue Jays. Happy flexing day uh, for any of those that have been following along here with Hammer Don. Uh, anytime Chris Flexen gets a plus a half run when he's starting pitching, you take it every time. All righty, gentlemen. This brings us to the group best bets section of the program. Uh Friday, we went one and two. So, again, as a group, we are down 0.6 units. We're just hovering around even. We need that breakthrough moment to get us straight positive and keep us in the positive. I know you boys don't like a lot of uh, baseball. So, do we want to do like a uh, lightning money line in the NHL? Maybe an NBA. uh, Let's see. Maybe a, a heat money line. Um, I don't know. What do, what are you guys What are you guys feeling? My only input. My only input is lightning money line. And then if you guys want to throw some NBA, I'll support all of them. But I actually I got to get off the pod. I apologize. Um, I would say lightning for the group best bets is my only input, and then I'll ride whatever you guys take. So uh, good podcast, boys. Sorry, I got to jump early, but uh, I'll see y'all on Wednesday. Okay, uh, Diz, for, for Wednesday, Diz. bring your uh, PGA Championship bets. Oh, good call, good call. Will do. All right, Tyler, so then there were two. I mean, if he's going to put his emotional head, is the best bet that I think we should take heat money line as well, then. I'm with it, I'm with it. Um, I mean, I can't believe the can't believe what I mean. Just everything, like I said earlier, seems like the Heat have should. I mean, I'm just saying, I I feel like the Heat have this one with just as much as uh 
as long and as tough as this last series was for the Celtics, I think they definitely come out sluggish game one. So, plus they're traveling to Miami, so it's about as far as you can go from East, you know, Eastern Conference to Eastern Conference travel wise. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then Tyler, I mean, I I know it's a lot. I know it's one of my best bets, but uh, the Giants Rockies over twelve. You know, always love to hammer and over. I always thought you loved to hammer it under, but I do. This is more of a you. this is more of a four diz thing, but also I've gotten into this habit um, of like taking like one over a day in the MLB, and I always take the overs as a full game over because uh, in the MLB, if you take a full game over and it goes into like extra innings, you're like guaranteed an extra two runs per inning in the extra innings because they start with a runner on second base. So you assume that each team's going to score at least one run in extra innings every single time. So you're almost guaranteed extra runs if it goes to overtime. So overtime, extra innings. So that's why I've been going overs on uh, like one one game a day. All right. I'm, I'm with it. I don't know anything about baseball, so I'm definitely not going to argue with you on that. <laughs> All right. So to recap, we are taking – Giants Rockies over 12 tonight, and then tomorrow night we got Tampa Bay Lightning money line and Miami Heat money line for group best bets. And then Ty Ty wants the Avs to win the hockey championship, but that's not going to be a group best bet. Sorry, Ty, it's too far in the future. But you can get that at plus 210 right now, T.Y., if you're really interested in taking the Avalanche to win the whole thing. Colorado's not hockey town. (laughs) I don't know. What else would Colorado be? Broncos. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's a good call. Although, did you see what happened to Jerry Judy? Yeah. It's not great. That sucks. Nah. Definitely not what their new team captain would want going on. Russ is probably very disappointed. Well, yeah, and they were, like, showing these videos and talking about how awesome they were working together and everything, and then it's like, well, he's done. So, <laughs> I Wait, actually don't, he, I, I was going to say, I, I don't know what the what ramifications are, but I know he got I arrested. Uh, from the report I saw, they arrested, the whole thing was she, his girlfriend took one of his cell phones so he locked like some like some diapers and like formula or something in his car and wouldn't open it up and that's when she called the police from the initial report I saw, which seems probably wrong at this point that it's still going on, but <laughs> it just sounded like petty nonsense to me. So maybe he'll be back out there, maybe he won't even miss any games. Probably just get fined by the NFL. Right. Okay. So maybe maybe the Broncos are fine. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get maybe. to the Hail Mary, we'll actually, you know what? We'll do the Hail Mary parlay of the day, and then I have a few more NFL questions for you that I want to get your your input on. And one thing, so some people may or may not ask, but um, we have the NFL schedule now. We have some early lines. We have win totals. We have all this other jazz. Some of you may be wondering, when are we going to get into the NFL talk? We are going to save the NFL talk for when the only thing we have to bet on is baseball. As Diz calls it, the dog days of summer. You know, not a lot to talk about. It's just baseball. Not a lot of people like baseball. So that's when we'll start funneling in some of that NFL talk, some win total talk, um, some division winners, you know, all that jazz. So it's a little bit of a tease, but it's it's, it's coming once the dog days of summer's hit. Be ready. I'll be diving deep into the NFL. Any snippet I can get, because... I don't do well when it's just the MLB. Not for me. Hey, man, I, I get it. It's The MLB is not for a lot of people. That's why I made that comment earlier about the, the Twitter folk in there. Give me your best bet for today when the only thing you can bet on is MLB. Not a lot of people like the yeah. MLB. I'm definitely in the minority. So uh, we will leave it at that. But it is time for the Hail Mary parlay of the day. Now, Tyler. It is, actually, I need to look at the updated odds. I originally had a 10-leg MLB one, but they unfortunately canceled the Cardinals game tonight. So 
There's only nine legs on this Hail Mary parlay of the day. They're all baseball. Um, any guess as to what the value is for $1 tonight? Uh, 400 $400 was the original, so that was pretty close. With the, with the extra leg gone, it is now down to $226.38. But still, nothing to sneeze at. No, these baseball odds just... There's not much juice on this. No, there's I not. Thinking, I was lowballing at 400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the baseball ones, you definitely have to adjust because there's definitely less, uh, less there for those. Um, but anyways, so for that, I have the Nationals, Marlins, first five under four and a half runs. Yankees, first five minus a half a run versus the Orioles. Mariners, first five plus a half run versus the Blue Jays. Astros, Red Sox, first five under five and a half. Brewers, first five money line versus the Braves. Pirates, first five plus a half run versus the Cubs. Angels, first five money line versus the Rangers. Giants, Rockies, over 12. And Diamondbacks, Dodgers, first five under four and a half. Now, uh, Tyler, I know we said we would kind of put uh, the NFL talk on hold, but I do want to ask you something. So uh, I was watching ESPN today as I was working out, and they asked, you know, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? Very generic, very simple question. Obviously, probably mm-hmm. way too early to decide, uh, but the the consensus on that there was three people that answered. Two of them said the same team, and the team that they said was the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that's a lot of people's go-to answer for the past like three years now. To me, that seems ridiculous. I don't even think the Chiefs will win their division this year. Really. For reals. It is a tough division. It's a very tough division. And if you got one in their division. I have the Chargers. Are you thinking little LA? I am. That's what I was going to ask. Now, a lot of people said the Chargers were maybe going to win and surprise people last year. I think they were a year too early on that. I think the Chargers this offseason went out and got better as opposed to the Chiefs went out and got worse. Um, they definitely got bigger. They definitely went out and swung for the fences on the big names this offseason. They did. Um, and with the with the Chiefs, right, you, they lost Tyreek Hill. They lost Tyron Matthew. So you arguably lost two of your best players, one on offense, one on defense. The Chiefs' defense was terrible with Matthew. Now that you take away him, there's no way they can be as good as they were last year defensively. And then on offense, you take away Tyreek Hill. Now you can double cover Travis Kelsey and just let the other guys do whatever they want. To be frank, they took. Or they did they draft a good wide receiver as well? I I honestly I don't know. I I want to say they drafted a decent wide receiver and also got Juju Smith Jr. They they did get Juju, but I don't know that Juju is you know all that great. Uh, maybe he was just in a bad system at Pittsburgh. Maybe things weren't working out for him, whatever. But uh, Juju and Jackson Mahomes are going to be too busy making TikToks to really focus on football. I'm trying to see who they added. I think they added some, but I guess that's not important. But, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I, until we see how well the people they added are going to, you know, perform they definitely on paper look like they could win that division yeah i mean the the broncos might win that division too um but i just don't think the chiefs everyone in the division got better and the chiefs got worse in my opinion so i i think the raiders Raiders got Devontae adams the the raiders i think are not going to compete for the division i don't think they're competing No. no But I, I do think the Broncos have a chance to. I think the Chargers will definitely compete for the division. And I the Chiefs could finish as low as third in that division and not make the playoffs. I mean, or we could see three people coming out of that division for the playoffs. Never know. Yeah. But that is definitely a murderer's row. I just found it interesting that two of the three people right away said the Chiefs after what the Chiefs lost, you know, it just seems ridiculous to me. I mean, I'll, 
Like you said, I'll dive into that a little more next time. We'll yeah. save that for another day. Just dive in, see what I think of the roster changes. So. Yeah. Um, anything else, Tyler, you want to talk about before we uh, call it a day? Uh, I just want to talk about Peyton Pritchard. I don't think he gets enough recognition. I love it. What did he do? He I, was, I didn't even see what happened. He was balling the other night. Like, you know, I'm one of the few Celtics fans in this area, at least mm-hmm. in my friends' groups. I was getting all sorts of texts about him. Like, why is this, like, you know, 5'10 white guy out here doing, like, between-the-leg dribble step-back threes out of nowhere? Like, who is this guy? And I'm like, well, actually, you know, as someone who – you know, I dabble in Oregon fandom from time to time when I use heaven down years, which is where he went. So I was like, oh, well, you guys missed him in college where he was an absolute baller. He just kind of short, so fell late in the draft. But I just want – I think we need a little more recognition for that man. Peyton Pritchard for president? That's too many peas. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> you can never have enough peas, Tyler. Same with Patty Parlays for president. Just ne- ne- never right. can have too much peas. <laughs> all righty. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, make sure you go to our YouTube. Uh, subscribe to that. Search for Sports Betting by Dummies in the search bar on the YouTube. Look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. Um, but thank you all for listening. Hope you have a nice profitable start to your week. And we'll see you all on Wednesday. Dead out to a newest follower.